listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning, and this week is all about dear mom. With Mother's Day so close to us, we've got various different moms who we've been uh, talking to from different walks of life. Exactly, and today on Dear Mom, we've got Jolene Gasper here with us. She's a single mom like me, and we're going to be having a chat, probably <laughs> excluding Terry very much uh, yes. about uh, the ins and outs of single momdom. But first mm-hmm. of all, I'd like to ask you, you know about that moment that you just knew you were ready to be a mom? I I always known or felt like I wanted to be a mom. But, you know, life happens. And, mm-hmm. you know, next thing you know, you're 40. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, I need to do it while I still can or able to. And so, yeah... I mean, there wasn't a single moment. There was a lot of research, a lot of scenario planning, none of which was helpful at the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's books and those... Uh, you just yeah, never know, advice. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and when it came to the time where I thought it was everything, uh, physically, mentally, uh, financially ready, then it was a decision. The decision was easy, hmm. but it just wasn't simple. Like Because I knew what mm. was coming after that. So, so right. it was easy to say that, yeah. I wanted to, but then wanting to and actually doing it is two very different things. So yeah, that's me. And do you remember the that moment when you went, okay, it's now or never, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. What was going through your head knowing that, okay, I'm actually doing this? I was very comfortable with it. Next, but the the almost immediate one was, how do I tell my folks? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. But thankfully, we are so blessed. Uh, our family... I mean, a lot of family, a lot of people say that their family is um, accepting, but I've never known more unconditional. Like if there was a, you know, certain families, you have certain textbooks as well. As long as you sort of stay by it, mm-hmm. they're they're okay. They love you. But, um, but ours is a library of really different books. You have coloring books, <laughs> encyclopedias, and, and you can just be and you know who you are see whoever you want mm-hmm. yeah. and, and they will be accepting so for that I am like extremely blessed uh, really uh, there's so much love for the family that, that it doesn't matter you can be whoever you want to be exactly. as long as you're a good person just be a good person yeah. right? so that moment yeah. I decided it was then also supported with the fact that I felt extra confident that I'll be able to do it mm-hmm. because of the, the people that I have around right uh, that's very inspirational, actually. That's how families absolutely should be. We want to find out more about, on top of being a single mom, which is something that many see as something that's very difficult, very challenging, as a woman with a career as well, how did you navigate juggling both that and having a family? Okay, so there, there's definitely a lot of adjusting to things that I would not have otherwise, you know, had to think about. Mm-hmm. And so your daily things, not just work, but it's simple things like, you know, going to get groceries. Right. Don't tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly you can't buy as much as you want, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you have this whole 6 to 10 kg, <laughs> another human being that you have to carry. Mm-hmm. And so you only yes. have the one hand. And, you know, it's not like somebody can bring the car around. You can drop the things here because then right. nobody watches the child. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's adjusting things like that. Um, ev- 
other than that, you know, I have had to make mental notes before I leave the house because the last thing you want to do is then, you know, I live in a condo. So you get down, you go through the whole process, getting your everything packed together. The child is mm, with you. You put right. them in the car, sit down there and then say, right, I want to put in the directions to where I want to go and I don't have my phone. phone. Oh, no. Then it's... You reverse yes. everything all the way up. Right. And Unpack right. the baby. <laughs> yeah. you go. Explain to him, everyone, look, mommy forgot uh, <laughs> this and he's just looking at you but you get very good at unbuckling that seat belt in the car seat <laughs> you do and I tell you what indirectly it's teaching them how to be so super organized because they're seeing all the mistakes oh, you're doing in the first place so they're learning like, from you in the process and right. you become this very organized person and now that he speaks he can help me actually yeah oh, that's <laughs> so he will be like he mimics me so oh. he'll go like oh forgot food I'm like Right, that's it. <laughs> How old is he now? He's uh, just done two and in two. March. Yeah, wow. so I mean, it's gotten to a stage where now he talks, but you know, it's a lot of adjusting, and mm. sometimes that helps too because before I plan out the day at work, you know, you wake up earlier, mm-hmm. and so you just sort of plan out okay, the order of things that have to be, the mm. things that I should not forget when I'm leaving the car right. or leaving the house, and and then you know, you just it's just adjusting to it. Yeah, mm. what's if there is one thing that you kind of never popped into your mind that you had to think about adjust for or anything like that mm. um, that's just so random that's kind of hit you now as as a, as a new mom to right. a two-year-old. Oh, that's a thing that that's you a, have yeah. to. Yeah. I would think the bigger things that really I could not have uh, in my scenario planning thought about. So the thing that for one thing, and this you understand that you... Being the only parent in the house, mm-hmm. now you're the good cop and the bad cop. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like somebody else. So you you know, and you when you lose it, and trust me, everybody, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, absolutely. So when you lose it, uh, yeah, whilst no one's there to actually witness mm-hmm. your meltdown, but the thing is, no one's there. So you have to reset, and you have to sort of overcome it very quickly mm-hmm. and reset things. Like I have to reset things with Evren and say, like you know, apologize and say, yes, that was that. It mm-hmm. happened, and you know why. Yeah. And so that never occurred to me that I would have to flip so quickly because yeah. I'm playing the two hats and right. if I don't he will stay in that zone right so you so. want to make sure that he comes th- out on the other side of whatever that situation oh. was um feeling better feeling better as well yeah, right? yeah. so and because normally you know somebody else will step in and say hey how can you be the good cow and <laughs> you know somebody else yeah, consoles exactly. and all that so yeah. it yeah. doesn't really happen when you're the only person mm-hmm. there one thing that I actually like is because you know you have 100% decision. 100% stake mm. in making the decisions and you mm. go, yay, it's all me. And then, right. oh yeah. no, it's, it's all, all me. me. <laughs> it's all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so then, yes. you know, keep going, yeah. No, so then you have family. That's when uh, members of family, uh, family members all come in and you know, you, you, you they're your bouncing sounding board and to mm-hmm. just bounce mm-hmm. it off. Otherwise, then it's just like, oh, what if, what if I make the wrong decision? And, but, to now, I I try to do the best that I can for everyone, for me, mm-hmm. and hope that it works out. But we'll see in like sixteen years or less. <laughs> yeah, <from> no, now. <laughs> I I've said the same thing to myself. But you know what? I think every parent goes, "Am I making the right decision?" So I think that's a universal yeah, that's, thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I have to ask you this because I've been in this situation as well. So I'm curious. What have been some of the biggest misconceptions, or I guess things? 
the people say to you when it crops up that you are a single mother? Like what kind of conversations do you have with strangers? The one thing that comes and that struck me was that when I first mentioned that I was a single mom, the immediate reaction that I got back was, oh, I'm sorry. To me, it was like, oh, no, don't be. I chose it. Like, <laughs> right, so, right. And they look stunned as well. <laughs> so, and, and I had to explain. So whilst I have full respect that not many people are li- given the choice, mm-hmm. but I was. And mm-hmm. so therefore, I find that a lot of misconception out there is that maybe you find yourself in that situation and not something that by choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so first of all, there's a pity judgment. <laughs> but then when they find out that it's something you chose, is oh. there a different kind of judgment that then yes. they kind of bring? What's because, that? Because, you know, it's not the... Ru- well, it's definitely the road less traveled, traveled. in these mm-hmm. parts of mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. And so it's, but why? <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, why not? So yeah. it's just each of us looking at each other and, and then trying to sort of process mm-hmm. that, oh, th- this this can happen. Yes. And it's not for everybody for sure, but I've never regretted doing it. And mm. I, I, I'm not afraid to say it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, exactly what you said. There's a different kind of judgment after that. And it's interesting how whenever people, they when they find out that you made this choice, the most people can't come to terms with it. It's never even something they considered that, oh, mm. this is an actual, this is an option for people, yes, for a person. Yeah. Yes, and so I, I kind of try to have to let them know that, you know, when there's a will, right? There's definitely a way. Sometimes the way mm. is not as easy as, as other ways, yeah. but it is still a way and it's a choice. I think it's very interesting because not so long ago, you know, when you went into the work world, you started off here and you had a career trajectory and you would make your way up the ladder and that's the way you were supposed to go in your job until one day you retired and then you did retiree things, right? (laughs) And having a baby and having a family, choosing to have a family is also part of a structure that's very archaic and was taught a certain sort of way because even in schools, it's subconscious. It's not even a a judgment bias. It's like, this is just the way it's done. Whereas now I think, especially with the help of digital uh, social media and digital world, you're seeing that, oh, there's many... What what's the what's that phrase? Many roads lead to Rome, mm. right? right? Whatever that Rome all, is, no, all roads oh, lead yeah, to yeah, Rome, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right that's, which means there's more than one way mm-hmm. to get to the goal that you're you're, yes. you're going for, and you can only hope that at, when the time that he, I for me, I hope that when the time comes for everyone when he asks me, yeah. hey, <laughs> where's that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, something that is normalized mm-hmm. at least in school, and say like you know everybody, I have a cousin. Her kid asked her and she said there are many types of families. There are families that have mm-hmm. one child or two child. Sometimes you have a sibling or you don't. You have a dad or you don't. You have two moms, you know, so yeah. things like that. So hopefully yeah. that kind of conversation um, in the next few years mm. would have evolved to more acceptance level. Right. And so then it will be easier and it's not even a question. And it's not like these families didn't already exist. Yes, It's exactly. just that we need to make it clear that it's, it's normal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a part of life, yeah. Exactly. Good morning, it's a light breakfast with Asha and Terry. This week it's all about mums because Mother Day is coming up on Dear Mom Today. We are talking to single mom Jolene Gasper. We know that there are a lot of struggles. You've mentioned as well uh, being a single mom, things that single moms have to go through. Tell us about a moment though when you felt all those struggles you faced, right, as a single mom were like worth it. It was worth all that blood, that sweat, those tears that you went through. There are moments where it makes you realize that, yes, this is all worth it. Tell us about some of 
those one moments. particular one definitely would be when um Aaron started going to day school and so he was meeting all these friends and so I was asking him out of all the friends who's your best friend and he said mommy oh, oh. and so yeah that was one point and said yeah. okay yeah. it was all worth it and you know <laughs> and then there are certain things like daily things that I feel like you know it's struggles but at the same time it's also a positive things things like how he communicates for example a lot of people who met Evan um tell me that he communicates really well for his age mm. um and i think it's because you know when it's just me and him there's no time in which i pause and have an adult conversation on the side you know my conversations are just with him all the time <laughs> right and adult conversations yeah. also you're yes. just not baby yes. talking or anything like that so right? when he's Ooh. very young when he could not speak it was me doing a Uh, you know who running commentary on everything we do we see where we're going right. yeah. and then after that when he started talking back you know we're actually having conversations yeah. and so so i feel like you know even though there's nobody else to talk to he's the everybody that i have to talk to and yeah. so that yeah. in its turn come came up to something actually really good because then mm. he learns vocabulary and things like that so i feel like everything that we think that may not be the best actually turns out for something better like so that's how i see things at least with him yeah <laughs> i love that i mean i know that learning to love properly is one of the the biggest things you get from being a single mom mm. um because that's learning to love through anger irritation <laughs> all of those things right it's this conscious loving which is a very <laughs> interesting uh exactly. game exactly so what's that one thing that he's taught you then because he mimics me and when i first realized that then i know that i'm his um point of reference mm-hmm. right. and so when you know they they lose it too right it's not just us yeah. <laughs> we lost it and i said everyone you should not shout and he was like mommy you shout <laughs> and so yeah. then it oh. dawned on to me that i am his single point of reference right. at least yeah. the main one right. and so therefore i really that's when it came that i had to reset and you know right. because then he's looking at me and i need to sort of stabilize and he's been everything to help me with patience mm. and you know just taking a deep breath and so he's my point of reference as well yeah jelin you know you said much earlier on that you chose this you wanted it you decided it was time to, for you know, to become a mother and you went ahead and you did it what one piece or top 3 pieces of advice would you give to another woman who's thinking of making that decision on her own for herself to start a family one is to find your center block out the noise you know yourself and if you were it, it's your truth it doesn't necessarily be anybody else's but as long as you have your truth and you know that this is something that you want and you are able and you are committed to it because it is a big big step it's not something that you can just give up halfway and say oh okay i don't want to do it anymore right. you know so where do i return this <laughs> yeah. uh, nope uh, so so once you you are solid on that then have that courage and trust that everybody who matters around you will support it um then that's what i feel like is um, i'm very blessed not it may not be for everybody but you know what you are enough so even you just making that decision on yourself on your own for yourself is enough and and you know just have confidence in that that would be my advice that is that. that means 
Okay. So Terry's getting emotional here, and, and I totally understand why, because, like, believing that you are enough as an individual and that you can do it as an individual is something I don't think a lot of people believe to be true about themselves. So I think actually not just for someone deciding to become a mum, but exactly. I think for everybody that is a very powerful piece of advice that, you know, trust that you are enough for whatever it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was one song that you played during your pregnancy that kind of sums up you, your journey with your kiddo, what would that be? I always go back to Unwritten. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Natasha Benningfield, I think. And it's because you write your own book. Yeah. Um, nobody else can write it for you. Um, so that's kind of the, the theme of life, let alone <laughs> being a mom or pregnancy and all that. So, so just, just you, you write your book. Um, and you know that book belongs in this library <laughs> yeah but our family who just love you and 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 yeah I love it write your own book thank you so much Jolene it's been such a pleasure talking to you you can listen to this again on the Light Breakfast podcast that's on the Shock app you've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock that's S-Y-O-K